Now, it's time for Spotlight on Business, where every week we put the spotlight on a different local business so you can find out how they serve you and the community. Now, from Michiana's Morning News, it's Laura Smith. Great to be with you for another episode of Spotlight on Business. This is the week that we talk all things First State Bank, uh, which is uh, really the local hometown bank for Elkhart County and has been for, wow, I think maybe over a century now. Uh, Vice President of Commercial Lending is here. His name's Nick Matthews, and we have a lot to talk about today. Just a whole bunch of things just about what it means to be local. What does that mean to the the customer and somebody who is looking to partner uh, with a a bank that is local? Um, The current technology, innovative solutions, and everything commercial lending. Great to be with you, Nick. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, So uh, let's go commercial lending. So that's obviously a little bit different than people who are uh, looking for a mortgage for their home or maybe a, a, a small business loan or maybe not. So tell us exactly sure. what your role in t- uh, encompasses over at well, First State Bank. Happy to be here. Great. Thank you. So yeah, commercial lending right on business. Uh, so anybody that has a business looking to start up a business, um, you could be an individual looking to buy investment real estate. All of those things would kind of fall under that commercial lending umbrella. Essentially anything where the repayment source is not coming from an individual, like a car loan or a mortgage loan that comes from your day-to-day job, W-2 wages. Um, these are going to be loans that are going to help a business start up, grow, um, expand. So it could be to buy equipment. It could be to buy uh, an, an operating location for your business. It could be to buy um, a, a strip mall that you just want to invest in and, and earn some rental revenue off of. So it's a pretty wide gamut of what that covers. Mm-hmm. And you said commercial real estate as well? Correct. Yep. Commercial real estate. That's a big part of what I do um, in my career. I've done a lot of real estate financing, and that could be anything from um, a single family rental property, so a house that you're renting to a tenant, um, or it could be a ground up, full scale development, uh, apartment complex, um, industrial space, those kind of a thing. It could be um, anything that you have ever walked into for a business purpose. Uh, we would finance that. Okay, so and it, it it is different than personal lending for say a car or a home or something like that. There are different levels and and. Very much so. So the complicated thing with commercial lending is uh, trying to figure out what a business does and what their cash flow looks like. So for a person, you're going to buy a car loan. um, We can typically pull your credit score and look at your W-2 wages, and that's probably going to solve 95% of borrowing cases for for that type of a, a product, where as a business, we have to go a lot deeper. We have to analyze your financial statements, your tax returns, and try to figure out what the business cash flow actually looks like. It can be uh, very complicated. It can be hard. A lot of times the business owners we work with don't even know how to articulate exactly how their cash flow um, looks. You know, when you look at it on paper, people tend to write off um, anything and everything they can to reduce their tax liability. But what that does as a, as a banker, when we're trying to figure out, can you repay a loan and sometimes sizable loan, um, you know, it's, it's hard to determine exactly what your cash flow looks like if you're writing off anything and everything where um, a personal loan, it's just more cut and dry. So it's just, uh, it takes you know, 10 minutes to make a decision on a car loan where it can take two months on a commercial loan. It can take, you know, or or weeks. It depends on what it is and how complex it is. But uh, yeah, there's just much more layers that you have to drill into to to get down into it. I always wonder, because actually I was, you know, thinking about something recently. I thought, oh, wouldn't it be interesting if I could do this, that or the other and starting this new business? And, And I talked to someone and they were like, well, yeah, you know, the banks do give loans for those things. And but then came the question, well, what do I need to provide? And someone said, well, you have to have a, an ironclad 
business plan and, uh, you know, something that they can really look at to see what the implications are going to be for r- way down the line. And and then, like you just said, your tax returns and all these all these financial things. So how it, so it's how it does sound kind of complicated. It's not as easy as just coming in with a pretty PowerPoint of what your business idea is. Exactly. So if you're looking to start up a business, it's much more difficult to, to secure financing than if you have an established business, because as complicated as it is, at least with an established business, there's a historical track record. So um, if you're starting up a business, you're kind of giving me a projection. You're telling me you're going to do this, this, and this, but we don't really know if you're going to do this, this, and this until we can see that it's actually happened. So a historical business, um, you can say, we were going to do this, this, and this, and look, we hit those goals because here's my my financials, where a business plan is is just a projection, um, and, and really it's important when you're doing a startup business, um, not because we think that everything in there is going to happen, just like you say, but it tells us that you put a lot of thought into what you're actually doing. So you don't want to, um, your first stop when you're starting a business really shouldn't be the bank. It should be to some people that can advise you on what it's like to run a business. And then you want to go through and make sure that you've done your homework on your projections, what type of business you're going to, you're going to operate, how it operates, how you're going to generate revenue. Um, the banker is going to ask you all of these questions and when it's a startup business, how you answer those questions, how you respond, the level of detail that you put into coming up with your projections and whatnot, it's really important. So if, if we ask you a lot of questions and you don't know the answer to them or it's, you really kind of stumble through them or, oh, I haven't thought about this or that, well, it's going to make a bank a lot less comfortable when they're making those decisions on a startup loan. Um, now, there are products out there that help banks get comfortable, um, even in the best scenario with, with somebody that's really done their homework on a startup loans, and that's through the Small Business Administration they have several programs out there um, for startup businesses that make it uh, much more likely that you'll get a loan approved through a bank than you wouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. And essentially, those programs offer a guarantee to the banks. So we feel a lot more comfortable making um, what might be a decision based on faith or maybe low collateral value, um, unproven cash flows, those kinds of things. Those are all risks in businesses. Um, so the SBA guarantee program is really, really helpful to help banks make a yes decision when it might otherwise be a no decision without that guarantee. So, yeah. Yeah. Tell us, tell us some of the things you look for when somebody is coming to uh, ask for, for a loan. Um, What are the things that the bank is really, you know, kind of honing in on? Sure. Uh, First and foremost is probably going to be cash flow. So obviously uh, we want to make sure that if we make a loan to a business, it's going to be able to be repaid. So if we go through and analyze all your financials and your cash flow is is very weak or insufficient upside down, um, it's going to make it very difficult for the bank to feel comfortable that you can repay the loan. Um, so that's probably one of the most important things we look at. We look at the collateral value. So if you're, you know, you have a million dollar building and you're looking to borrow 1.5 million, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But if you're looking to borrow, say, 75 or 80 percent of that that uh, value you're building. That's kind of what we're looking for is a little bit of a cushion, similar to a home loan. You know, usually banks will always tell you historically 20% down payment is what you want. Well, it's it's at least 20% for a commercial real estate, if not 25 or 30%, just because it's a riskier type of property. You know, it's, it's easier to sell your home than it is a, a strip mall, for example. So, um, so sometimes those specialty type properties are going to have higher down payment requirements. Um, so we're going to look at cash flow collateral. We're going to look at the character of the borrower, um, the individual. So if you have... Um, you know, a lot of credit history uh, mishaps, you have judgments or liens out there, or um, you just have the reputation on the, you know, the street of somebody that, that, you know, doesn't repay loans or isn't an honest individual. That all comes into play. Um, 
And then there's just going to be how long have you been in business? We, we want to see the longer you've been in business, the, the more reliable your historical track record is going to be. So there, it's a whole gamut of things that we look at. And a lot of it is uh, uncovered over numerous, you know, phone calls, emails, in-person meetings um, versus, you know, your, your home or your car loan can be done with an email. You know, essentially, here's my tax returns, here's my W-2, pull my credit, and these decisions can be made, you know, a lot of times through a computer system. You're not even talking to a human being if it's a car loan in, in many cases these days. Right. So what if somebody doesn't have the experience yet? Um, they're starting this new business. It's a new idea. They've never done anything like it before. Um, and you don't have any historical uh, sense of whether or not they have a cash flow or whatever, because they've never had the business before. So is that a a person that would be eligible for a commercial loan or not necessarily? Potentially. It's it's difficult. So if, if you're... You know, my whole background, you know, I, you know, um, I work at a pool company, but now all of a sudden I'm going to start a business, you know, as an excavator. Well, have you have any experience excavating? Well, no. Okay. That's going to be really, really difficult if you have no background in what you're doing versus um, I have been an excavator my entire life. My boss is retiring. He wants to sell me his business. So that's kind of a startup scenario where it makes a little bit more sense. At least it flows with your background. But if you're completely new to, to running a business at all, um, you know, there's there's companies out there uh, like Score comes to mind they, where they sit down with potential people that want to start businesses and give them um, a lot of the advice of this is what you need to think about, this is what you need to do, here are the steps you want to take before you go to apply for financing, because again, the bank's going to want to see that you've done all of this legwork before you you come to them and ask them for, um, in some cases, a large amount of money, and so there's um, it, it, it is difficult, but yeah, I think. Utilizing resources like like Score, or um, if you know business owners, sit down and talk to them. What did you go through when you started a business? What were the challenges? What didn't you expect that happened as you as you got that business going? Because it's like everything else, you know, nothing happens exactly the way you envision it in your head, and so there's always challenges uh, that come up. Um, you know, I think one of the best things that somebody can do when they're starting a business is if you're not an accounting background type person, get somebody involved that is whether it's just a bookkeeper that can keep your, your records straight or um, if you have the ability to, a full-fledged you know, CPA is a very, very valuable resource to helping you with your projections, helping you make sure you're not overspending when you do get in the business. I've seen a lot of times where new business owners, all of a sudden they do start getting this massive amount of revenue coming in and it's hard to resist the temptation to go out and spend all of that money really quickly, whether it's trying to grow your business, buying too much equipment or whatnot, or buying personal assets, taking too much personally out of the business, um, you know, because a lot of times that money, it looks like a lot, but you got to replenish inventory. You have to pay for your electrical bills, all your utilities, all your expenses. And it's really easy to kind of get over your skis a little bit when you come to those, um, you know, these massive types of revenues that maybe people have never seen before in their life. So um, having somebody that can kind of rein in on that is, is uh, probably one of the most important things you can do as a new business owner. My guest is Nick Matthews. He's the Vice President of Commercial Lending at the First State Bank, which has, uh, a, a, well, a huge presence in Elkhart County. Uh, they are your local hometown bank, and they have branches in Elkhart, Goshen, Mid Middlebury, and now South Bend as well. So really convenient uh, for people here locally. We're going to uh, focus on, when we come back, a little bit about what it's like 
to to have the expertise of somebody who is hyper local like First State Bank because it's going to mean a lot I think to to the person who is coming in for a loan uh, to know exactly you know what the area is offering and and you know what all the information is about that that's what it takes when we come back more with Nick Matthews don't go away it's the spotlight on business.